Hey, this is Tim McKernan, and I am here with Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, and I have been a longtime Design Air client. What separates you guys from everybody else? It's becoming more common for companies to just get their foot in the door. They try to come up with different ways to upsell. They try to see how much they can make off of a customer as opposed to, hey, we're in there to do a service. We're going to do it well. We're going to do it for a fair price. I don't know how many emails I have received from our listeners who experienced the incredible customer service Design Air Heating and Cooling provides. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222, because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. I'm gay. Now. The Ryan Kelly Morning After. KPN-TFM. HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. Taste. On my lemons, tied is my hair in place. Have I got Welcome back, Ryan Kelly. Morning after 9 o'clock hour. Appliance discounters, 8 o'clock hours in the books. Munganass, St. Louis, Acura, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hours in the books. You want a podcast? Go subscribe to the TMA podcast feed. And uh, what do you get in there, Jackson? Does, does, do you get the Tim McCurran show and the Blue oh, Party yeah. in there, too? Oh, you better believe it. Oh, yeah. there you go, Bill. There you go. Everything you need. If if one of us, one of us five, are talking into a mic, you can find it on the TMA STL app. How about that, Doug? Huh. How about that? Treat. Treat and a half. Plus, it sends you right to the YouTube channel where our new Lisa Ann Cuck Challenge video is. What a wonderful job by the video and production team here at Hubbard Radio. Doug, we got cucked by Lisa Ann. Cucked badly. Yeah. Yeah. Although for me and the Plowhawk, it kind of became a fantasy, and we both got, what did you say, a soft cow? Because oh. she was talking about how she was going to play play the role of Mr. Steal Your Girl. Yeah, well, that's fine with me. I don't like to put a lot of effort in. No. So, like, the fact that she could take that off my hands for a little bit, by all means. Really? Bang away. Oh. away. She yelled at us while we were teeing off. Yeah. And it didn't feel good. Uh, that video is at youtube.com slash TMASTL. Great work by, uh, they hired a bunch of new uh, videographers here, production people. Yeah. Joey's got himself a whole team. Has he? Yeah. So when we play Panger and Patty Maroon, uh, that video production should be outstanding, I would imagine. It's really interesting how media has evolved, where radio stations want to be TV now, and TV wants to be newspaper, and newspaper wants to be a little bit of TV with a video that they do. Everyone's dabbling in each other's lanes. Social media is another form of income. Yeah, well, I get it. I know. Just interesting how that's worked. It wasn't that long ago you thought a video team for radio stations? And now yeah. everyone has them. Yeah. And they, they put in the great work. They no. did. They, uh, so check that out if you haven't seen it. YouTube.com slash TMASTL. Uh, and Mike Francesa is doing a podcast. Speaking of people getting into new industries, uh, here is uh, what he thinks about the Panthers and the uh, Golden Knights. Oh, but... I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Hit the lever, Plowsy. Go ahead. Hit the lever, Plowsy. Hit mm-hmm. the... 
Get the lever, Plowsy! No, no, nothing about the Panthers and oh, the Golden. Dude, darn I, it. I'm done with this. I'm What's happening? Up. Dude, it happens. This happens, Doug. I it blame happens. Adobe. It's annoying. Drops work fine. What happened to our Adobe? The drops work just fine. Again. Jackson, that, what do you think is going on? issue is. I'm reopening this clip, so yes. we're going to be playing it here in a minute. Okay, a let's second. try it again. Hit the lever, Plowsy. I mean, I have the minimal things open. It's not like I have, like, 50 things open just You're a minimalist. Fun. Got the circle of death here. Just What's the circle it of death? Oh, is it? No. Oh, my land. Goodness. Man. This is nothing plowsy. We're using dial-up? Yeah, it feels like it. I don't think we have dial-up. I know nothing about the Panthers and the Golden Knights. I'm not going to tell you that I do. But here's what I will say. <laughs> it's a minute. The Golden Knights are 30, uh, uh, minus 135. So it's plus 115 for the Panthers, minus 135 for the Golden Knights. Serious thoughts in Vegas, obviously. Why, obviously? I'm sure people will tell you Vegas is the better team, the deeper team. If they beat Boston, the Panthers, which they did, they can beat anybody. So that's the way I look at it. That's the way I would look at it. I'm rooting for the Panthers. I mean, I wouldn't call their owner a friend, but I've met him a bunch of times. He obviously is very involved in racing. At a lunch in ten um, years ago. I know him. Could have coached Say hello to I don't know him yeah. very well, but I know him. You know, we chat in the, in the once in a while in the paddock in, the paddock. in Saratoga. He doesn't know his name, um, right? I root for the underdog in the series. I hope they win. I'm rooting for the Heat, too, but I don't think they'll win. I think the Panthers probably can win. I don't see why they can't. If they can beat Boston, why can't they beat anybody else? And they beat everybody else, so why not win now? Uh, That's it. That was the end of the edit. <laughs> Bless it. Can we get a smoother ending edit? Uh, Gosh, I, I felt like he was still in the middle of a sentence. You want more of that? I mean, I wouldn't call their owner a friend, but I've met him a bunch of times. In the paddock. He's into racing. Paddock at Saratoga. Uh, Doug, guess what? Okay. They're not happy. Ox is off. Why oh, yeah. Why does Ox listeners? Yeah. Can't hear it on YouTube. YouTube missed the whole clip. Yeah, Ox you is off. You star twink Ox on, boo. Thanks, Chief J. Strongblow. Hit the board with a hammer, Doug. That'll fix it. That's from Cuckleberry Finn. Mm. No, Ox was off. But I don't know if we missed too much. Do we need to play it again? No, we'll play the clip again. I mean, I wouldn't call their owner a friend, but I've met him a bunch of times. He obviously is very involved in racing. Um... I know him, say hello to I don't know him very well, but I know him. You know, we chat in the, in the, once in a while in the paddock in, in Saratoga. Why did you bring that up? <laughs> There's half the clip. Why did I have to add to the story uh, that you know the owner, well, but you don't know him? I guess his reasoning about why Florida could win is sound. That's the reasoning I would use. My favorite is he has no idea yet, does a pretty good job of giving a take, and I think that's a pro move. Yeah. That is a pro takes. I method. mean, like, he had no idea. At least he came yeah. out and said at the beginning, I don't know. It does look like Florida is just on fire. Well, Keith, I mean, Kachuk, sorry, not Keith, but, like, Kachuk is having an absolute unreal, not only regular yeah. season, I think got 119 points, but I think three game winners, four game winners, I think. Something like that. In yeah. the playoffs so far, it's just insane. For St. Louisans who will be watching this, who do you think they'll be pulling for? Panthers. Yeah, I would think so too. And I said that on Balloon Party, and then I got a bunch of. Did you see that, Jackson? I know you don't really want to look at that text inbox. Mm. Yeah, no, there is. I mean, when you got Barbashev and Petrangelo on the other side. So, uh, either way, I suppose if you're 
a Blues fan, you could go, this was a disaster because Petrangelo's gone and won another cup or Matthew Kachuk. And the Blues fans who said they did not want to see the Panthers win, specifically when it was the Panthers against Stars or Golden Knights, are hating on Matthew Kachuk they felt like he didn't want to play here. Well, he didn't. Well, he did. yeah. And he may not have, but I don't know if that was necessarily that he doesn't like St. Louis. He didn't. He may not have wanted to deal with what, you know, I would imagine possibly David Freeze and Pat Maroon would tell him about the experience, you know. He needs sure to come up it. with 100 free tickets every time they play a home game. And he also has $75 million and is living in South Florida and I think takes a golf cart to practice because it's yeah. relatively close to where he lives. Hindsight. And he has total anonymity, which he didn't have in Calgary, and, you know, is something that uh, can be quite desired. The Blues tried really hard to get him. I mean, hi. I don't, know if they, I don't know if they had the, the prospects that the Panthers did to trade to the Flames, and I don't know if they had the cap room to make it happen. And on top of it, I don't know if the team was a, a Matthew Kachuk away with what they have tied up Defensively, I mean, Matthew Chuck became a non-possibility if he would have come to St. Louis when the Blues committed the kind of dollars they did to the de- defensemen that they've committed to, you know? Look at it this way. I mean, <clears throat> you're a young kid. You know you're going to get paid either way. You can stay in St. Louis and play where your father played and all your friends and family are here asking for tickets. Can we do this? Can we do this? I need you to come here to this hospital. We need you here for this charity which I'm sure you don't mind doing, and your winters are cold, or you can go to South Florida. They have 80 degrees in the winter. Play for a good team. And what would you do if you are a kid? Not a kid, but still, what would you do if you were young? Well, I mean, it's, it's, I, and I get what you're saying, and, and I totally understand. It just becomes what is, you know, it's, it's a, the proverbial some people like something, some people like other things, and it depends on what is... Most important for some kids, speaking from a college sports standpoint, it is the dream to go and play at your home school, yeah. your state university. If you grew up and went to a Catholic school, for example, Notre Dame can be a big deal. You know, whereas for other people, it'd be like, why in the hell would I want to go to South Bend, Indiana, freeze my ass off, and have to make ridiculously good grades? It just depends on what your preference is, and I honestly don't know. You know, it's not like I've talked with Walter and said, hey, you know, what was the situation there? And I don't know, maybe he isn't going to talk about it. And there, there's also financial reasons. If you're making a boatload yeah, of money... Yeah, 6%. Yeah, you don't pay state income tax in Florida. So if, if his salary is, I don't know what it is, $8, $10 million a year to not pay state income tax, that's probably another million a year on top of that. And he made the right choice. The Blues roster is not great. Not even that good, honestly, um, especially now that we traded, you know, Tarasenko and other players... But just think about the trajectory three years ago, four years ago when Petro left. If we would have signed him and then maybe entice Kachuk to go, may have been more enticing for him to go with yeah. that centerpiece, not paying Cairo and Thomas eight, nine million a year. Just think about that roster Krug. and what it would look like with yeah. the money that they could spend. And yeah, that's tough. But he made the right choice, Kachuk. I mean, he, he's, he's yeah. not dumb. He saw the roster, he saw, you know, the age and the contracts. And, and he's in the Stanley Cup finals. And Florida is, yeah, they're set for years. But keep in mind, in fairness, we're going to go results oriented. Florida was an eight seed that had to fight until the mm. last yeah. two games of the season to get into the playoffs. And so much so that, that his dad was on the radio talking about how they're soft and, and they're going to have to uh, really get it together if this team's got any chance to do anything. You know, so it wasn't like Florida was 
the Bruins or, or the Golden Knights for that matter. Golden Knights weren't the team that got the attention, but the Bruins were. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things that I and personally – it cuts both ways. It's kind of my thing with the NCAA tournament, but it's the way that almost all the professional sports leagues are going at this point. You can have a crappy regular season, and if you, what do you say, Doug? If you just get, if we can just get hot, we can win this. That's baby. it. That's it. Yeah. Well, that's the way it works at professional sports. Everybody's similar and ability right, but level. It, but what it does hot. is it diminishes the value of the regular season. And the NHLs has always, from my standpoint of the four main leagues, been the least valuable because I grew up when four of the five teams in the Norris division were going and they played each other in the first round. Uh, and, you know, the Blues lost to an eight-seed Kings team. Pronger went to the Stanley Cup final with an eight-seed Oilers team. Blues when the President's Trophy lost to an eight-seed Panthers team, or excuse me, Sharks team. Whereas in the NBA, it, it you have a total outlier. Both the Heat and the Panthers are eight seeds, and here they are in South Florida and in their yeah. respective championship series. Well, in hockey, also there's more luck involved than any other sport. Puck, puck luck, pucks bouncing off skates and then a stick and then somebody's elbow and then into the net. You get a goal or two a night like that that you didn't plan. That's just the way the puck bounced. So I, I think the it's probably harder to pick hockey just because of that, because of the luck factor. It was bouncing pucks that got the Blues a Stanley Cup. I mean, the one that missed from... Jamie Benn? Yeah. Yeah, from and Dallas. Yeah. Maroons was kind of a nice hop off of a, was it the back and right in front mm-hmm. and the goaltender. It just happened to be right there. Not so. to say the better team doesn't usually win. They do, but there's definitely luck involved. I scored a goal off Matthew Kachuk Matthew once. Oh, cut it out. <laughs> You scored a goal Matthew off Matthew Kachuk. You were like you're 40, 40 years older than him. <laughs> I was. It was. It was the first. I can't year. wait to hear this. The <laughs> tales of Commander McBride. It was. He wasn't a goaltender, but it was the first year of Gobble Bowl, and Walter said, "Yeah, come by the house. I got a stick for you." And that's the time I said, "Can you throw a couple of roast beef sandwiches in the door there too?" And there was. It was. Wait, a roast, wait. There was a you went to his there. house, and the stick sandwiches. wasn't enough. You said, "I'd also like a couple of roast beef sandwiches." Well, I was kidding with him. Because I always do stuff like that. I say, yeah, why don't you make me a sandwich, too? Like, like nice roast beef, leave it in the door. And there was a sandwich You're in the door. You're kidding. You actually said that. It was ham. It wasn't roast beef. But but when I went to pick up the stick, I said, it's in the back. Um, and um, I went back there, and, they, and the two kids were out there playing. And Matthew was in goal for his brother. I said, let me take a shot. And I scored on him. So that he was like seven. Yeah, he was a kid, but he scored him. Oh, Sick. yeah. You lit him up. <laughs> lit him up on top shelf. On top shelf. Top shelf. Between that and Sean Livingston, Pepper and Jeannie. Yeah. Yeah. We're kind of athletes. Well, we're Sean, not saying we're full blown. Sean was a legitimate basketball player. I scored off a kid. But after you scored, I imagine you picked up the roast beef sandwiches and then <laughs> did the million-dollar walk to your car, and off you went. Well, it wasn't roast beef. It was ham. Oh. But he, I think he did it as a joke because he didn't think I'd do it, and there was a, there was a sandwich in there. Gosh, I wouldn't have the nerve to say thank you for the $300 stick that you signed. There better be a roast beef sandwich or two there as well. Well, I could kid with Walt like that. He essentially kissed me on the earlobe, and his breath smelled like pastrami. Oh, hand of dill. What does that got to do with it? Dill and pastrami. (laughs) Engineer Design Facilities is moving forward as the EDF Group, the most experienced data center and critical facilities service provider in the St. Louis market. Check out the newly revamped website, theedfgroup.com, and take a look at each of the three divisions they have to offer. EDF Group, your one throat to choke for all your critical facilities, data center, 
commercial fire alarm and electrical and IT infrastructure needs, to contact the EDF Group, email fire at edfgroup.com. Experience the EDF Group difference and learn more at the edfgroup.com. Used to be known as Engineering Design Facilities. Now it's the EDF Group, and they are the sponsor of the text inbox. Very active right now. 314-881-TMA5. That is the number for the E. DF Group text inbox. Clubhouse turf, celebrity greens. The, hey, you want to get some work in? Driving the ball three yards is cool. That impresses your buddies. But scoring amounts to getting the ball in the hole. How many times do you have to hit a dry, great drive and then you only miss the green skull chip and three-putt your way to a double bogey? While tour players get up and down two-thirds of the time, scratch golfers still only get up and down around half the time. Thus, the best way to lower your scores is to improve your short game. And that's why tour players like world number one John Rahm and Max Homa have installed celebrity greens in their backyards. Anyone can put down fake turf and call it a putting green. But if you want a golf green that putts true and gives you real grass performance when practicing chips, pitches, and bunker shots, the only company to call is Clubhouse Turf, St. Louis's exclusive partner of celebrity greens. Call them at 314-834-2339 or visit clubhouseturf.com. Let them know you're a TMA listener. We have balloon party coming your way in 28 minutes. Uh, then, Jackson, maybe we'll go QFTA. Can we do that? Sign me up. Nice. Got an erotic story in there. That'll yeah. be hot. Yeah, hot you can email in your questions. Any, I mean, anything is welcome. Seems like it. We can last... get some succession takes without giving away some Oh, time. yeah, that's a good play. Uh, last week, a gentleman, I offered money to people to piss me off. And I said I will Venmo them. I think it was either 25 or $50. And then a guy tried... If they can make you angry? Right. Because I said, I don't know what could make me angry, but let's see. And a guy tried, (laughs) but then he used a burner account, and I said, here's the deal. You can come in the studio or go on Zoom, and I've already done this before with people, and then they go, oh, i got to work. So I said, and we can do it at 3 in the morning. I don't care. And we can do it by Zoom. So if you say you don't live in St. Louis... We were mitigating all of the, the BS. Well, yeah. Uh, at this moment, the gentleman has not responded to the offer, uh-huh. uh, unfortunately. Um, but he was saying that uh, if I left the show um, and moved to Florida, then I would be uh, leaving you, Doug, and Iggy, and Plowhawk, and Jackson high and dry, and that shows a lack of character on my part. And I said, everybody's welcome to continue doing the show if I leave the show. So, you know. Well, it won't be a show. You would be leaving us high and dry, so. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Do I get 50 bucks? That email is from the grill. It doesn't piss me off. I don't really care. As I said on the email, my, my tit is sucked dry. Oh. <laughs> I have given, and it's still never good enough. So, so that didn't make you angry? <laughs> no, but I said, but, but, well, there were other things in there. And it was like, it was well, like, yeah. it was clearly... You know, it was a burner, and I, so there was a bunch of ways different. So I said, "Why don't you just come in and we'll talk? You can answer anything you want, anything, and we'll sit here." Now we got to probably run a security check. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, I, do I have to be here? Yeah, put some glass, uh, Jackson, glass around you. Uh, I'll handle that one. Jackson will be the one that'll be. Wouldn't beer catch your bodyguard? No. He did a nice job. Yes, he did. He kept oh. Cletus away from my hole. Yeah. Cletus didn't come after me at all the whole time. He really didn't. Yeah, he didn't. He was like, uh, and he did get well, a little intoxicated on the back nine. He was locked in. Well, he needs at least a half a bottle to get in that comfort zone. <laughs> Before he starts assaulting men. Yeah. Right in the pocket. Well, he can't putt unless he has at least a half a bottle. I think that's BS. No, I think that's he what can he putt says, just fine. That's what he yeah. says, but. 
calm his nerves. Do <laughs> you need a bottle of wine to calm your nerves? No, my favorite ah, red championship, wine. Yeah. usually. Warm, which then turns to hot red wine. Well, that first day oh. of the dotum, uh, he played Thursday and Friday. Thursday, he came and he had played seven holes, and his bottle was almost empty. And it was a full bottle when he started. So a full bottle of wine and seven holes. Yeah. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> no wonder that prostate's leaking. Oh, gosh. Well, if you're used to drinking that much, you can keep down on it, and your body just kind of takes it. I mean, I could see it was a decent bottle of red wine, but I mean, God almighty, it was rot gut. Rot gut? Mm. Yeah, it wasn't well, he good must wine. like it. You couldn't drink wine that was too nice, or you'd go broke. Well, he's drinking it out of a 7-Eleven cup as well, so... Well, you could have good wine in a bad cup, couldn't you? No, then the wine doesn't breathe properly. Oh, please. look at that, Doug. It's got to breathe. Why do you think those glasses are made the way they are, Doug? Just because it's a fancier setup. No, because it lets the, the wine breathe. What can't breathe out of a cup? Why couldn't Not it breathe? A, it, because it, it's made of plastic, for one. So, but it doesn't breathe in the air? It's not breathing through the plastic. It's just don't, don't. You don't have an answer for that. <laughs> don't you never mind. Don't you never mind. <laughs> wow. Got him. <laughs> you go to a nice restaurant, they're not going to feed you or set out plastic cups for you. No, they're not. Doesn't necessarily mean the drink's going to taste different. It would if you put drink in a plastic cup. You got the plastic, all the additives in a pl piece of plastic mixing in with the wine. And it's all leaking through to the wine? Uh, haven't you ever had a Dixie cup? Can't you taste the plastic on the top of a Dixie cup? Huh. Well, <laughs> this is a topic really. that I did not. I don't drink out of a lot of Dixie Look, cups. I'm not a wine connoisseur. I like a good wine. I know what's a good wine and what's not a good wine. Yeah. I like what I... I can taste a bad wine. Can you? But I'm just telling you, you don't... There's a reason you go to a restaurant, they don't serve you a bottle of wine with plastic cups. Wouldn't a good wine be any wine that you enjoy that tastes good to you? Well, yeah. It doesn't have to be a great wine, but if you like it, it's fine. But it's right. probably not a good wine. I mean, if you go get... It's good if you Boone's like the Farms. Taste. I love Boone's Farms. Not good wine. Lie rude. Well, in whose opinion? <laughs> My opinion. Okay, but but if the other guy liked it, then it's a good wine. Well, it could be a good. He, he tastes good, but it's not yeah. a good wine. Well, it is if he likes it. It's good for him. How good of a wine can it be of a two ninety nine? I don't bottle? know, but if the if the whoever's drinking it likes it, that makes it good. All right. Uh, confirmed. Cletus drank a full bottle by the turn on that Thursday, and he also may or may not have laid the base in the men's bathroom and left it there for oh. subsequent boys to stack previous night's dinner atop. Gosh. Think about it, Doug. That's from Deke Dunham. I will not be thinking about any of that. I don't know who started and who ended it, but there were at least seven guys that have... You think seven gentlemen seven? did that? Seven? Well, there was Doug, at least... That's, that's, that's a large percentage of the field. It is. Is there it were... possible that this didn't really happen? There were, like, there were at least who nine... Who witnessed it? Were you the one who saw it? Yeah. And you and were in there. Bre and it breached the water. There were nine or ten turds, and I came out of there, oh. and I said to you, I said, you're not going to believe that bathroom. We were serving a lot of food. Could it have just been one gentleman having a rough day? Well, that's a yeah. lot of lot of poop coming out of one well, person. Yeah. You saw the size of And a of lot of toilet of paper, because there, like, oh, yeah. there was like eight rolls, eight little balled-up things of toilet paper in there, so he had oh. to wipe his ass eight times every God. day. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Oh. I had to guess it. I think it would just been one guy. I, to be fair, I, I don't didn't know. see it. It, was, it looked like multiple <laughs> dumpings. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Wasn't a pretty sight. Oh. 
And it had to be, because you could tell somebody tried to flush it again, because the, the water was almost up to the top. There. Oh, oh, no. the, 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 Can we stop? There was one turd that was, like, halfway off the stop side. Stop it! Bobbing there, trying to get out. Oh! Well, uh, hold on, we got a first-hand account, Doug. Now it's getting corroborated. Uh, Doug, this is confirmed due to my son working there. He saw the mess, and he turned around. That's oh, some coxie. No one could deal with it. Yeah, his son was working. I don't know if he saw it or not. but No one could handle it. Well, somebody had to see it because somebody had to clean it up. It was gone the next day, so somebody had to go in there and plunge oh. without the turds coming out. I really out. did feel a little oh. like I might have vomited right there, oh. like just a little bit. I was on the gun on the comet. Yeah. I don't know how you plunged. You had to, first of all, you had to go, go oh. let's not, let's around. Not think, let's not think ah. through it or talk through it. <laughs> around 10 turds, and then while you're right, plunging it, the water's coming up. Move on! Cut his mic! Some of them had to come out of there. Good morning. It's hotter if you think it was more than one guy. Thanks. That's from Deke Down. It isn't. <laughs> yeah. It definitely is not. Well, it's just more interesting. It is not! Because you have to think, like, the dynamic of, like, oh, I have to go so I bad. don't have to think about any but of why, this. Why is that hot? Have you ever had another guy poop touch you? Oh! How would that even ah! work? Poop mountain. Uh, is there only there's only one like toilet proper on the grounds, right? Well, you got the you urinal. Got, there was the porta potty. <laughs> there were two porta johns in there. I would have yeah. definitely done the porta john. And some lady asked me where her bathroom was, and she was standing right by mm. the porta john, uh, up there by where we served the food and that. She Maybe goes, she was looking for an actual goes, bathroom. She said, not somebody in there? Set right. on the side of a clubhouse. She said, uh-huh. somebody in there? I said, sweetie, I would walk down. You, called her, you did not call her sweetie. I would walk down to that clubhouse. There's a bathroom in there, and the women's bathroom is very clean because I've used it before. Mm-hmm. Well, no, why, what are you doing in the ladies' bathroom? <laughs> I had a morning tea time. There's no ladies playing, so I used the ladies' bathroom because I had a You used the men's two. bathroom. Well, I know what the men's room's like, so I'd rather use the one that smells like flowers. But that's wrong. So I had to it's take a the wrong thing I had to, to take do. a recreation. That makes it even more wrong what you did. <laughs> Guys, I can confirm that the stall's lock did not work that day. So clearly, fellas were inviting themselves in to combine their efforts at no. the same time. That's from Don Hoffman. Gosh. <laughs> How could you do that at the same time? Oh, combining I... their efforts. <laughs> the, oh. worst, the worst was St. Charles Lane's when I bowled there. <laughs> they didn't have doors. Oh, I know a lot of And you'd walk in to go to the bathroom, and you'd walk to the sink, and you see in the mirror a guy sitting there. <laughs> oh, okay, stop. With no door. He's got his hands on his. But stop that noise. Why would you do that at a ball? Go yeah, home. I couldn't do it. If I had, If I had to go that bad at St. Charles Lane's back in the day, they probably have stalls now. Prison. Doors. But, and, and it wasn't they'd have stalls because bowlers would get upset. There's a lot of angry bowlers there. And they would kick the stall God. door, and it would break it. And it would just, Why? it would come off. Because they missed a yeah, they five seven or something, so they, they would just kick the door, and That's to the point where it came off, and they didn't put it back on. But if I had to take a dump at a place that didn't have a but stalled you don't have door, to go home. and I knew there was going to be like five or six guys coming in there during bowling while I'm going, I would quit bowling. I'd say I'm done for the night. I would go home. You should. Whether this is stall doors or not, no, the stall door you got to go. If you you have go. to go to the bathroom that bad. Go. Oh. Without a door, I'm not going to sit there taking a dump. With, without guys a door. Hi, Higgs. Okay, don't make the noise anymore. Big 12 kind of had that in Columbia. There was kind of a bathroom where there was a toilet but no divider. Like in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be Thursday nights, dollar, <laughs> triple wells. You just have to get used to it. Can you imagine having to take a dump in the Army with right next to each other? 
Yeah. I wouldn't care at that point. Good morning. Is this conversation being played throughout Hubbard right now? Thanks. That's, that's the angel of the morning. That's after. my concern as well. Not. On the loudest volume possible. Right you walk the through these hallways. It feels like you're in the studio. Can you imagine we had two big wigs here sitting out there waiting? Big God, wigs. that toilet was overflowing. There's one turd that was hanging off the side. You're the one saying it. <laughs> Doug, it's how we make a living. <laughs> and that's what's so sad. And when you move to Florida, we won't have a living anymore. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. I was concerned about the Cardinal offense. Apparently, that's not a topic. Just bring me down over your garden or something. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is, I, I just said, the issue that I presented was, Inside STL owns the, the name and the intellectual property. And I took the risk to, to, to take it in-house in 2009, Doug. 2009, that's when Simmons, which owned 1380, said... We can't pay you anymore. Right. Do you remember that? Start yes. with me. They couldn't pay me or Joe, and Joe couldn't leave, so I had to go. Well, no, but it was me, Doug, and the cat, yeah, then too. They, then, they, then after that, they couldn't pay anybody. Oh, yeah. And they had a great lineup, too. But they that did. just shows the importance of a sales staff, which I always say. The sales staff's the engine. And so that's when we had the, the decision to make. And KFNS offered me to do afternoon drive, but then I wouldn't be able to work with Doug and the cat, so I didn't want to do that. So they said, well, you can stay here, but then you're going to have to sell it all yourself. And so at that time, I took the risk, and we did, and fortunately it worked out. And then we did the, tw the 920 thing in 2013 when the man and woman thing happened. So that is why so all of this stuff is owned by Inside STL. And this guy was saying, I should just give that back. And I'm like, but I took the chance. Why you would know? you do that? Well, that's what I'm saying. But then he's saying that I am leaving you guys high and dry. No. If and again, I'm not saying I'm leaving the show. But if I wanted to move and do the show remotely, and Hubbard or somewhere else wouldn't want me to do that, then I would have to make that decision. But then you guys could keep doing the show. I'm not saying can't. Wow, who, who the hell am I to say you can't do the show? I just wouldn't be on the show. That's what I'm saying. That's all. No. This gentleman was saying I was. Uh, whatever, leaving you high and dry. And I said, no, how the hell would I be leaving you high and dry? I can only say this from my personal experience. What would you say? I've never worked with somebody more loyal than Tim. He, is, he has probably bailed me out, I can't tell you how many times. And he's always nice there for loyalty, me. Tim. Always there for me. You, yeah. you didn't hit that loud enough. <laughs> you have to get bailed out of something? Well, I'm talking about my job. Prison? Job four or five times fired and then yeah, but that was all at one place with one person. Yeah, but still. It got to the point where he texted me and said, yeah, he wants to fire you. I said, just text me when you figure it out. <laughs> Repeated firings at the same place. And an hour later, <laughs> you're, an hour later, you know, you're good. Okay, thank you. Cat Nicky got fired in one one voicemail. I opened up. One fell swoop. Yeah. I'm like, oh, boy. Guess I should have picked that one up. <laughs> 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 Plow got fired in the middle of the show. Yeah, but can you stay? Can you stay and do a couple more shows? Shouldn't open that email. Yeah. And you did stay too, didn't you? you? Did. Yeah, I did. Champion. I, I wouldn't say I was dedicated to those two hours of Frank. No. <laughs> what was on your mind while you were terminated yet still working? I was so pissed. Texting everyone I knew. To it's almost unprecedented. Kind of they had opened up. When they feel like they can fire you, but you have to keep working. That's almost like. It's kind of some kind of indentured servitude. servitude. Yeah. It's a bold strategy, too, because I doubt there was anyone there who could run the board if Blasi just left after being terminated. There was not, well, there's no one there, right? right? Like, there nobody been was nobody. ever there. So if you just left, which would have been in your right since you had Absolutely. just been terminated, yeah. they kind of just wouldn't have had a show. The reason I didn't, air. I love Good Frank. Uh, didn't want to put Frank in a spot, obviously. So. Yeah, I'd have left. I don't need, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have wanted to. Uh, 
you know, any kind of recommendation from that guy anyway. I don't think I put it on my resume. You were whacked like on Tuesday and then Pete a week later, I believe. Yeah, we went for golfing. The email, for the email that was written in that a sponsor thought was a shot at their business. And then Pete got whacked on a Friday. I believe it was. No, you got whacked on a Friday. Yeah, because me, Pete, and Cletus actually played golf during TMA one day. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, you did, and that, and that caused the whacking. No, no this is after the whack. They were oh. already, yeah, we were available to golf, Doug, because we didn't have jobs at that time. Okay. So I decided to hit up 18. Oh, Cletus. And again, we blame that on Tim because he didn't buy the station, so we got <laughs> whacked. Correct. Thanks, Tim. Pete, that saying. was 2019. I tried to buy it two different times in 2020. You knew it was off the rails when Pete kept bringing up, oh, man, what, what he used to do for work. Like, man, Poor Pete. <laughs> nobody know. went in with more optimism, and nobody left with greater disdain <laughs> than Gangster Pete. Yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't do this for any amount of money anymore, I don't think. And to think he would leave to become a city trash hauler? <laughs> Sanitation. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Glenn Betts Jewelers in business in St. Louis since 1941, operated by the third and fourth generation of the Betts family. The Glenn Betts difference is you are served personally. You're not sold. Glenn Betts Jewelers develops relationships through generations of your family, too. They get to know your likes, your lifestyle, and who and what you love. The three L's. GlennBetsJewelers.com. That's G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z. Jewelers.com. Located one mile east of 270 on Manchester and a pair. In the jewelry business, there is good, better, and then there is bets. Doug, have you ever heard that term? In the jewelry business. Good, Glenn? better, best. Never let it rest till your good is better and your better is better. And we missed it yesterday, but I, I would have said something, but it was... Uh... Missy Betts, formerly a Missy Dreyer, her birthday was yesterday. So, well, that, Doug, you missed that. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Missy. Missy. I didn't see go. the birthdays on Facebook till I got home. So, and he all... sent me a picture. Yeah, I sent you a picture. And also. Adam was in there. Right? Adam he was in there. Adam and there was a young man. Yeah, and Craig was in man. there, and uh, his wife was in there, and. Um... Just happy birthday. And we missed John Kioski's birthday yesterday, too. It was John Kioski's birthday yes, yesterday. Yes, it was. So happy so, birthday to yeah. one of the best bosses I've ever had. Yeah. Him and Tommy. He is a great one. The whole group, man. Yes. It really is. That's, that's such a true statement. John, Tommy, Keith, the whole sales staff. Uh, we were very fortunate. The Betts family passion for serving their customers has been passed down from generation to generation. Go to G-L-E-N-N-B-E-T-Z, jewelers.com. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the final design air heating and cooling email of the day for the month of Bay. Wow. And the black smoke or white smoke's coming up after that. Who is going to ship it? I guess the girl who sent in her picture, Doug, will be the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. Probably. <laughs> Jackson, any more insight on whether or not that's a real lady? You think I get it's, crushed for I, I really it's think not. it is. It is. I think it is. And you think I, I, you think I get crestfallen? Well, I think Swope would feel if he loses to this could, girl sending a picture. How could we? Yeah, how could we vote for someone just because they sent in their picture? The only thing they've done all month. And for the record, identified as a gentleman. Right. right. Well, lucky for you, Doug. We got a little thing called democracy, and we get to vote. Papal okay. conclave. All right. We're voting right after the presentation. That's right. Okay. Balloon. We might. Maybe we'll do it live on balloon party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. See if they can figure out what's and then happening. Swope, Swope call in. <laughs> Uh, Jackson, am I, Timmy Walters is the top, or is that the unfiltered? That's uh, the unfiltered, but it's about to go in the filter oh, file, wow, baby. Somebody tell the Brentwood prodigy that Dixie Cups aren't plastic. Dixie Cup is the brand name for a line of disposable paper cups that were first developed in the United States in 1907 by Lawrence Llewellyn. I just dropped my American-made vehicle off and walked a mile back to my office. Why? 
because an emailer is an instrument. And I like to keep my emailing body finely tuned. And by finely tuned, I mean I want to take my sweaty man body and wrestle naked with Doug Vaughn to the point our Johnsons are intertwined where you can't tell where mine ends and his begins. That's from the first name is Harry, the middle name is Bud, and then the last name is Ligger. Oh, Bud Ligger. He's new. I don't think Doug has the balls to answer whether or not he thinks Jeff Fisher should come back or not. Anyway, I was in desperate need of a vasectomy because even sharp eye contact with someone could send them into the type of immediate painful and desperate labor that causes you to stack your own fertilizer tartlets atop the previous patron's own, breaching the waterline and leaving an unfamiliar streak of your inner thigh that is proudly displayed like a barbed wire tattoo around one's ankle. But my father-in-law recently jammed his finger playing basketball and dunking on middle-aged women at the JCC and didn't feel confident with the procedure. Oh, but his jaw is so chiseled and his chest is so inviting. One bite in Bill's breakfast oatmeal is now fat-free. Think about it. That's from Jimmy Stronglegs. <laughs> Jimmy Stronglegs. So he's dunking on middle-aged women at the JCC? It sounds like he has seen it done. There's probably not a lot of them playing, though. I know you'd be surprised. 10 a.m. on a Tuesday. And Young, really wonderful and somewhat unsettling moment in the 8 o'clock hour when Pepper Bootface began rambling about some herpes-induced fever dream wherein he and a horned-up Barry Manilow look-alike sat in a hot tub and sang covers of such wonderful TV theme songs like Bonanza, The Flintstones, and that one which went... Da dee da. What's the name of that song? Da dee da. What's the name of that song? Da bells D. I sang the song, idiot. Well, come on, don't call him an idiot. And I'm Genie, not Pepper. Okay. This went on for some time. Oh, Tim, why have you forsaken us? Thanks and kill me now, listener of the month candidate Bill's wife, who is definitely a real woman, but identifies as a former Asian intern named Brian Enchin, a.k.a. ASMR Ting Ting 45. Quote, I wish I could relive the 80s, unquote. Another brilliant non sequitur from the boot, like subscribe, ring the bell, Brian Henshin. Brian Henshin. Covers the Colts. Covers the Colts. <laughs> Is Iggy going to do his cooking show today? I've got friends coming over for a Wednesday afternoon watch party, and I need to know what time to tell them to show up. Midnight. We forgot to have our Cardinals insider on for the second week in a row, but that's okay, because ours is the type of presentation where a guy pretending to be wealthy <laughs> feels free to call in at any time to throw shade at members of country clubs hidden within the slums of Webster Groves in Glendale and pitch a golf tournament with uneven fields that doesn't divide cleanly into 64. I guess math isn't his strong suit. This was one of Mr. Lick's stronger calls, if only because it prompted Iggy to impersonate a Mr. Lick's call using his AI robot voice. Now, while we're offering unsolicited suggestions for sponsored segments to Kelly and the sales staff without doing any of the legwork, <laughs> I'd like to submit Boners and Burgers, sponsored by PTs, where we showcase their sweet charcoal grill. Olds Do the Stupidest Thing, sponsored by Delmar Gardens. This is where Doug and mostly Iggy reminisce about their times. They put something on the stove <laughs> and yeah. forgot about it. Yeah. Well, I sure <laughs> did. Stole lunches from some rich kids from M-D-I-C-S-E-T. Or burned his life savings and he preheated the oven. Or hit golf balls into parked cars near a public park where he used to bang married women in a treehouse. Or the time he did, snorted a bunch of rails and listened to Eliza Minnelli sing show tunes while sitting in a hot tub with a gay pianist who he regrets that he never got a chance to cuddle with. Doug, that's from Buck Swope. 
Nice little email, Buck. And that's what we Buck have for the designer heating and cooling email of the day. What you got it, got it, got it. Well, it's, it's been a huge month for Buck, and it continues with the email submitted today. I'm voting for Buck Swope. Yeah, I mean, nothing else is even decent. No, I mean, Henshin, Jimmy Strong. Henshin was all, lit, all lies. Bill's oatmeal is now fat-free. Uh, <laughs> I'll go with Swope. Congratulations to Buck Swope. You have won the design air heating and cooling email that he keeps running up the score he's on really, this month. He's dunking on middle-aged women. That's right. That's correct. It's time for us to shut it down. Jackson and I are going to go deal with a live situation down the hallway on 101 ESPN. Uh, the program is called Balloon Party. You're welcome to text in or leave a mic drop on the uh, 101 ESPN app. Uh, for the Plow Hawk, for Action Jackson, for Kenneth Iggy Strode, for my brother Kevin, for Douglas Elvin, Vaughn, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.